Good morning, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. Today we're doing a Rogue News segment, and we're going to do it in the comfort of my own bed because I don't want to get up today. So let's just do it. Let's just do it. If you are at all interested in supporting Rogue Radio, if you like what we do, if you like what we are putting out for you and all the information that we give, we have a GoFundMe. Every donation that we do receive will be put towards missions and also the expansion of our YouTube channel and our anchor. Missions is something that me and my husband believe in. We want to help people overseas and seeing that there are many countries that do listen to this podcast, we want to be able to give back to you as well. And giving into missions and mission work and missionaries is something that we want to do. Our GoFundMe page will also be in the description below, so be sure to click and donate. Thank you very much. We love you very much. As always, links are in the description below if you want to chat, any comments, questions, or concerns. So yeah, talk to me if you want to be mentioned on Rogue Radio. So yeah, let's do that. Okay, I lied. I'm gonna get up because my iPad is in the living room. I thought it was in the bedroom, so we're just gonna settle in the living room where it's really, really cold. Here's a healthy tip. Drink a lot of water when you wake up. It'll flush out your body, but make sure, I don't know. Today, I I just poured a bunch of water from like the fridge, right? Into a cup that I had last night. It was just sitting out last night. It was clean. Can someone tell me why, when I poured it, the water froze? I know there's some sort of science behind that, but what the heck? It scared me. I'm like, um, what am I supposed to do? Am I allowed to drink it? I don't know. It tastes like water. <laughs> um, it's, it's the morning and I just woke up, so you know. Okay, first up in politics, I mean, why not just get you pissed off when you wake up in the morning, you know? Um, Kamala Harris pushes $20 billion in infrastructure funding to go to electric school buses. Isn't she supposed to be minding the border? What the heck is she doing? As schools struggle to pick up the pieces from Democrat-led lockdown orders, Kamala Harris seems to have different priorities. Of course she does. She's stupid. During a photo op at a bus manufacturing plant in North Carolina on Monday, Harris claimed school buses are not only an issue for so-called climate change, 
but a public health threat. You know what? I'm tired of trying to explain why the heck she's a dumb, dumb woman. Okay. But, but y'all know what I'm thinking about, right? Please tell me you guys are thinking the same thing. She's making excuses to not do what she's responsible for. You want to know what the biggest health threat right now is? I mean, to them anyway, they keep claiming that it is COVID-19. And the only reason why climate is changing is because we're manipulating it. If you guys haven't actually watched the conspiracy uh, podcast segment that I did, it was the very first one I was talking about chemtrails and how they manipulate the atmosphere to rain more. So there you go. That's democratically led. And don't tell me that it ain't. (laughs) Pre-COVID, 25 million children a day in America go to school on a school bus and inhaling those fumes and they are very toxic fumes. (laughs) Really? So when we we think about it, this is a public health issue. It absolutely is one. You're pulling crap, literal turds, out your butt crack. See, this is what happens when Sarah Jane ain't allowed to cuss anymore. (laughs) She gets more descriptive. It's a good thing, trust me, but I know that didn't sound very good. But you do understand where I'm coming from, right? This woman was entrusted to take care of the border situation where there are people who are just literally throwing children over the freaking wall. There are so many, uh, I want to say residential centers just because I don't know what they're actually called. There's dozens of residential centers that are literally just packing kids in and people in to these centers. They have no means of food, no means of water. The only thing that they get is a thermal blanket and maybe a little bit of food. And they sleep on the floor. This woman would rather let these people suffer during the process of getting into America than actually doing something about it. She would rather take care of school buses than people who want to be legally put into America. Do you understand that? Kamala Harris does not care about you. And we put her in office. And where the heck did she come from anyway? She just popped out of nowhere. She'd rather just play with a school bus, right? And say that it's toxic. It's emitting toxic fumes, which honestly, it probably does. But is that the situation that we want to be taking care of right now when there's literally people dying from COVID and there's so many illegal things happening at the border? She's trying to find any excuse possible not to be around the border. As it relates to specifically electric school buses, the American Jobs and dedicates $20 billion to getting to the point where we can electrify all school buses, Harris stated, but it'll be a very significant step toward that end. What the heck are you talking about? 
She's just finding a project to occupy herself. That way, people don't get on her for not visiting the border. That's it. According to the Public School Review, the biggest problems the schools are facing include classrooms overflowing, students living in poverty, outdated technology for learning, bullying, lack of parent involvement, obesity, and funding cuts. Nothing to do with school buses. Okay, Kamala. Um, what are you gonna do about overflowing classrooms? When it comes to that, overflowing classrooms, I'm guessing that the supplies with textbooks and all of that stuff is also in pretty high demand because there's not a lot of books and supplies that could go to every student because of the overflowing classrooms. Um, students living in poverty, they're, they're, oh my god, please don't let me start with this. Because of children poverty, or child poverty, okay, there should be at least some sort of voucher in order to get kids free uniforms if they are in a private school, free lunches, and free supplies. Because if they cannot get that from their parents or from the household that they live in, because of their financial problems, they should be able to get that from the school. They should be funded by the school. Free lunches, free uniforms if they need it, and supplies and textbooks. That's it. That's what should be put into action. I know back then in my school they had free lunches and all of that. And I hope to God, now that I've graduated, like how many years now? Eight? I don't know. That this is still going on. That I really hope that the kids are able to get free lunches and, and free uniforms and stuff like that. Because back in the day, that was okay to have. That was something established. This, if you could not afford to buy something, the school would pay for you. I know to some students that may be a bit embarrassing, and I understand that. But at least the school has the students back. Outdated technology for learning. Um, yeah, I'm all for technology. I'm all for kids learning as fast as they can and as easy, easily as they can because not every child it learns different. Like, they all learn differently. They don't all learn the same way. Um, so having technology to kind of help that learning process along does help. Um, the one thing that I don't like is that kids nowadays are always on the computer, always on their phone, and always on some sort of screen. They need to be able to regulate that um, in schools, because if they don't regulate it in school, um, I feel like it can't be regulated at home, especially at home as well. Bullying, of course, has been a big problem in um, schools. Uh, there should be at least a program in order to teach kids how to deal with their anger, how to deal with that stuff. Um, I know that there were a few programs that weren't necessarily to a specific school, but people knew about it back in the day. Um, 
in like when I was in school and stuff like that. So they did have programs and I just hope that they're still trying to get that. Lack of parent involvement. Um, yeah. I've talked about how the lack of fatherhood in America is staggering and it needs to stop. Um, kids should be able to have a father in the household. Uh, same thing with a mother, but I feel like a father that's able to establish rules and give a child purpose is very substantial to a child's growth. Um, so if a child does not have a father, they don't have any boundaries to live by. They don't have any purpose to live by. They don't have any rules to live by. Children need rules and children need to be able to <clears throat> have a child in the home or have a father in the home, excuse me. And um, the lack of fathers in America is just terrible. People need to step up with that. Um, as far as just parents in general getting involved, yeah, I feel like if you're more interested in your kids education that child will be more interested in their own education that should be happening um obesity and funding cuts um get some healthy lunches i know that it's um hard and more expensive to find healthy foods for kids to eat because kids always want junk food but giving them the option to have healthy alternatives should be um at least suggested in the lunchroom and funding cuts <sighs> yeah that sucks I kind of hate that education has been thrown under the bus hmm because of what's going on and that because of that there's been funding cuts I think that's even been before COVID like this has been happening for a while it's just been that thing that's been less important to be funded, and it's wrong. This year, the Build America's Infrastructure Coalition is urging the Biden administration to prioritize fixing crumbling buildings, address loss from Democrat-led lockdown orders, in, and increase funding for student mental health programs. Ooh, that's a good one. That is very good. I like that one. Mental health is something that's also been thrown under the bus, just or just swept under the rug that... Not everybody wants to talk about their disability or their mental um, illness. You know, they don't want to talk about mental health because they feel like if they talk about what's wrong with them, then they're looked at as a freak, especially when kids are going through mental problems. Um, it can be very hard on, on them and kids need to realize that healing is possible, recovery is possible, they need to be encouraged to um, learn about their own mental illness and, and learn about um, how to take care of that and how to recover because um, I don't, personally, I don't believe that mental illness is just, just something that you're born with. I don't believe it's something that you just catch. Hey! Um, I believe it's something that you develop under a household that is traumatic or something traumatic has happened to you. I know a lot of people may, you know, come at me for this. It's fine. This is what I believe in. It may or may not be true, but this is what I believe. 
Okay. I just don't believe that um, kids develop a mental illness out of the blue. I just don't. And I believe that there are certain factors in order for a child to develop a mental illness. And it could be the lack of fatherhood, the lack of motherhood, lack of parenthood in general, um, abuse in the home. Um, you know, a lot of things, just a lot of traumatic things that could factor into this child's life that needs to be addressed. And for the school to pick up the slack that the parents, that some of the parents have maybe just dropped, that needs to be, um, it needs to be done. It does. Because sometimes kids don't always have a good life at home. And when they come to school, they have a sense of peace there. At least maybe a little bit. It depends on the child. Some kids are eager, eager, God, some kids are eager to go to school so that they can escape their home life. And school should be a safe haven for kids like that. And for a school to be a safe haven, I feel like those programs should be encouraged in order to help kids with their mental illness and actually tell them, hey, you can recover from this because you can. I don't believe in medicating the problem. It's something that can be recovered. It's something that you can heal from. Speaking during an interview on Thursday, Holly Stipes, a language arts teacher from Issaquah School District in Washington, highlighted the issues factoring or facing the district. Um, these issues include a lack of federal funds and lockdown mandates, which have contributed to three thirty-six point seven million deficit for the current school year. Please get creative in how you want to solve this problem, Stipe said. Or Stripes. Stripes. Because the numbers that I see really show me that the board does not value mental health of not only our students, but our employees as well. Uh, at least 300 employees, including counselors, coaches, food service workers, will likely be laid off in the next few weeks and 400 students are expected to leave next year. Critics have said Democrats are growing further out of touch with issues important to Americans. As teachers uh, air their grievances, uh, they can rest easy knowing Kamala Harris is handing public schools $20 billion not to address those issues but to make their school buses climate friendly. Exactly. Instead of actually listening to the people, which I'm sure she's promised at one point, I'll stand for the people. Listen. It's okay, Kamala. It's okay. Listen. You go ahead and play with your electric toy buses, okay? While everybody else gets laid off, you stupid, hairy woman. I, I, I hate this woman. I hate this woman so much. You know what she's probably doing at this point right now, though? She laughing at all your problems. Look, listen to this. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Everybody's suffering, right? Holy crap.
So, I'm seeing a lot of articles of the Chauvin case. I think that's how you say his name, but we're gonna go into this right now. Okay, when it comes to the George Floyd uh, case, I'm not a big expert on it. Okay, I want to let my listeners know one thing before I start this. I am a person that chooses what news um, I want to deliver. If I don't talk about a certain topic that's hot on the news or on the television, there's probably a reason. I don't want to come off as a person that constantly talks about something that somebody has already heard somewhere else. I'm not that person. I don't want to basically have diarrhea of the mouth when you hear it everywhere else on the news. Um, And I don't want to deliver the same content as everybody else. Um, I have talked about this issue before, and I don't remember if I said this is the last thing, this is the last time I'm ever going to talk about this, but um, I have talked about this before um, when it was fresh into society, this whole issue with George Floyd and um, stuff like that. So my opinion on this case is that I believe that it wasn't just the police's fault, okay? I believe that this man was drugged. He was high on some, I think, prescription drugs. And that played a factor in how he died. That's what I believe. You can say whatever you like, You can have your own opinion about this. I'm not here to argue with you. This is my opinion, and this is where I stand. And if you don't like it, go ahead and put a helmet on, because I don't care. Okay. So before I start talking about this issue, I want to tell you, listen, this is where I stand. This is why I'm not talking about this. And this is why I'm talking about it now, is because the app that I use to deliver news has blown up with several articles of this and I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to talk about it just because it's been in high demand on this app that I use. And I feel like it's my duty as somebody who kind of is a catalyst to make sure that the news gets out to you. It's it's my duty. To, to kind of talk about this. So, I'm going to talk about it even though I don't want to because I've already talked about it and I don't want to beat a dead horse. But here we go. We are following developing news out of Hennepin County, Minnesota. We are the jury, or where the jury has delivered its verdict on three charges in the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin Um, in the death of George Floyd. The jury found Chauvin guilty of second-degree murder, guilty of third-degree murder, and guilty of second-degree manslaughter. Hey! The verdict came on jury's second day of deliberations. Twelve jurors began deliberating on Monday, 
Following the full day of closing arguments, the jury heard two weeks of testimony from the witnesses called by the prosecution and several days of uh, defense witnesses. Chauvin's bail has been revoked and sentencing will begin in eight weeks. Biden praying Chauvin is convicted stirs court impartiality impartiality concerns. Yeah, here we go. In an unusual and shocking move, Joe Biden openly endorsed one side in the highly politicized Derek Chauvin case. I know, I know, George. I'm just going to answer that one question on George, on George and his death. I have come to know George's family. Biden stated, "I'm praying the verdict is the right verdict. It's." It's overwhelming in my view. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Bumbling Joe Biden. I swear to god. He never ceases to amaze me. Um, I don't think that he actually knows George. This is my opinion. Go ahead and squash it if you want to. I don't think he knows George. I don't think he's ever spoke to his family. I don't think he really cares. Because a man who says the N-word freely in in the House of Representatives back in the day, listen, I don't believe it. I just don't. I don't believe it. Speaking with reporters at the White House on Tuesday, um, Biden endorsed the family of George Floyd and appeared to firmly align with their agenda. Okay. Critics said Biden's political statements may influence jurors and illegally change the outcome of Shaman's trial. Of course. Of course. It's time for Democrats to speak out when they see it on both sides. They only want to speak out on one side of the aisle, not both. That hypocrisy, I think, is starting to shine through. Representative Steve Scalise a Republican Louisiana, I think, um, said, it's a powder keg down there. <laughs> the last thing you want to do is make it worse, and especially to give the grounds for an appeal. Uh, Biden also took the unusual step of calling George Floyd's family to offer up support. Oh, okay. Do we have film of him doing that? <laughs> Listen, I just feel like Biden does things that the people, like the team behind him tells him to do. So, honestly, if he did call somebody, he probably did not call George Floyd's family. I just don't believe it. They're just like, oh, call this number. It's their family. Just in order to make him look good, but... Hey. In the meantime, the White House continue to continues to play damage control uh, as Press Secretary Jen Psaki claimed Biden certainly is not looking to influence the verdict. Sure. Alright, the next one. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm trying really hard to stay serious uh, with this because I just feel like this whole dem democratic 
opinion about what's going on with this case is just so ridiculous and I I get a kick out of just making fun of uh, the Democrats and stuff like that but I have to remember that this is a case about someone who died this is a case that um, I need to take seriously so I'm going to just keep my mouth shut with the side comments so uh, let's just go into it I really wanted to crack on Maxine Waters because of course she's in this next one and oh my god, she's a walking joke. I, just looking at this picture of her mask saying, reclaiming our vote with Auntie Maxine, I really want to crack on her. I really do, but I'm not going to. I have to stay serious. Maxine Waters possibly taints Chauvin trial verdict with her calls to violence. OAN Newsroom. Representative Maxine Waters, Democratic California, in an attempt to show solidarity with Black Lives Matter protesters in Brooklyn Center, Minneapolis, um, managed to put herself in quite a difficult position. But I am very hopeful, and I hope that we are going to get a verdict, that they'll say guilty, 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 and if we don't, uh, we cannot go away. Oh my god, okay. Um, Waters said, while being interviewed on scene of the protest, we've got to we've got to stay all on the street, and we got... Listen. I'm sorry, I had to read that again. This... I'm, I'm doing my best to keep it so serious. Excuse me. We've got to stay on the street, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they know we mean business. Okay, we got Maxine Waters on the street, I think, um, leading a Black Lives Matter protest. Um, and this is what she's got to say. Not just manslaughter, right? I mean... Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is, this is guilty for murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree. Starting from what happens if we do not get, get what you just told? What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens? What should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they they know that we mean business. Not just manslaughter. Right? Okay. Um, I don't agree with that at all because I cannot tell you how many times I've seen um, people just erupt with anger and violence over this man's death. Um, um, is it terrible that he died? Of course it is. I don't believe anybody should die. I don't, I I just, (laughs) I know it's part of life, but I'm just saying, I don't believe anybody should die early. Um, but violence does not fix violence. That's just never how it's going to be. I understand that there's people out there that are angry about this. Be angry. Someone died, of course. But listen, you should not be violent about your anger. Never. That This is why we have murderers. That This is why we have people who abuse other people. This is what happens. They get angry. 
for whatever reason, and they end up getting violent, and then in the fray, somebody gets killed. Okay? Anger and violence does not cure anger and violence. That's just it. As an honorable judge, Peter Cahill said her comments would give Chauvin's defense team enough reason to appeal a possibility guilty ruling. Threatening acts of violence in reaction to the specific case, it's mind-boggling to me, Judge uh, Defense Attorney Eric Nelson said. Well, I'll give you that Congresswoman Waters may have given you uh, something on appeal um, that may result in this whole trial being overturned, Judge Cahill responded. Um, the concern with her statement isn't only that people could view it as marching orders to escalate the intensity of the protests, but it could also influence the jury's decision in the Chauvin trial verdict. Um, many worry her calls to action could taint the due process of the trial as jury members could fear retaliation from activists and some level of responsibility for mass destruction of the U.S. cities. Um, in totality, Waters' comments are being highly irresponsible for someone who has been a member of the Congress for 30 years. The consequences of the Chauvin trial verdict could have increased significantly as a result of her actions and words. Okay, this next one is a little bit disturbing, so um, if you don't like it, turn it off. I'm still going to talk about it. Former home of defense uh, witness in Derek Chauvin trial vandalized with severed pig's head and blood. Mm-hmm. You heard it right. The former home of one of the defense witnesses in the Derek Chauvin trial was found vandalized using a severed pig's head and blood. Uh, the former home of uh, the defense witness in the Derek Chauvin trial was found vandalized using a severed pig's head and blood. Um, over the weekend, the police officers in Northern Carolina uh, found the house where retired police officer and use of force expert Barry Broad um, used to live, defaced with the blood and head. Mm -mm. Authorities said the group who committed the crime ran away when the current resident called police. Um, last week, Broad um, testified in court saying Chauvin's actions surrounding the arrest and death of George Floyd were justified. So, if the officer is justified in using the prone control while the suspect is on the ground in a prone control. The maintaining of the prone control is not a use of force, Broad stated. That's a control technique. It doesn't hurt. You've put the suspect in a position where uh, it's safe for you and the, for you, the officer, and safe for them. The suspect and your minimal effort to keep them on the ground. 
45 minutes after the incident at the home, a large hand statue at a nearby mall was also vandalized with what appeared to be animal blood and a sign that said oink oink. I do have some comments on that. Um, in any, uh, in any court hearing, there has to be two sides to the same story, okay? There has to be a defense, and then there also has to be somebody who goes against that defense. That's just how it is. They have to see both sides of the story in order to make a good ruling, a fair ruling. The protests and the pig's blood and the severed heads should never have a factor in what that ruling is because it's just not something that should be happening. It shouldn't be happening at all. So no matter what you do, no matter how much you protest, it's not going to change the ruling. The judge makes the ruling. The jury makes the ruling. And yes, he's guilty. You guys got what you wanted. But even if he wasn't guilty, even if he wasn't ruled guilty, your protests wouldn't make a difference. It shouldn't make a difference. Because you're not on the jury. If you want to make a real difference, be on the jury. I said what I said. Rogue Radio, we'll be right back after this message. You know what's about to happen, so go ahead and just listen. This next one isn't necessarily political, but I feel like this person that decided to call out this company was trying to make it political, so fair for it falls in the politics category, so here we go. So apparently Demi Lovato decided to go ahead and go after a company called Big Chill. They um, sell frozen yogurt in many different varieties and in many different ways, such as sugar-free for those who for those who have diabetes, um, vegan for um, people who are vegan or have Cialis disease and stuff like that. So um, she had a very interesting view on why she was um, against the the store endorsing so many different dietary um, <sighs> dietary choices. So here we go. So before I even get into this, we all know that Demi Lovato has voiced her um, story about how she struggled with an eating disorder. I'm not here to make fun of anybody who has gone through an eating disorder, just to let y'all know. This is because she decided to just openly rip apart a company, a small business, okay, that caters to everybody else's need, not just hers. So. Yeah, and people are calling her an ableist, meaning like she's looking down on people with certain disabilities or certain um, diseases such as Cialis, diabetes, and all that other stuff. So we're just going to get into this. Um, this comes from Eater.com. 
Um, let's go. Is a sugar cookie inherently triggering? Is sugar full food inherently indulgent? These are questions raised by the drama unfolding between pop star Demi Lovato and LA frozen yogurt shop The Big Chill. The answer to both questions is no, but let's break it down more anyway. On Monday, Lovato, who was publicly who has publicly spoken of her experiences with substance abuse, eating disorders, and sexual assault, um called out the big chill in her Instagram stories, finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from the big chill official when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies, other diet foods, before you get to the counter, she wrote, accusing the store of harmful messaging and using the hashtag diet culture vultures. The big chill in return, defended itself on Instagram, saying, We carry items for diabetics, Cialis disease, vegan, and of course many other indulgent items as well. But Lovato posted direct messages between her and Big Chill in which she argues that the food, which, um, to her credit, are a form of brand called Eat Me Guilt Free, suggesting that there's something shameful about eating a sugary treat. Stupid. Um, should be labeled differently because in LA it's really hard to distinguish diet culture versus health needs. Okay, for one thing, I want to know what got Demi so upset (laughs) before she even walked into Big Chill to choose to be victimized to pretend to be victimized by this small business to where um, she could have literally put this place out of business. But yeah, she says it's hard to distinguish diet culture versus health needs. Y'all want to make a culture out of everything. Okay. Not everything is a culture. Not everything is some sort of stupid culture that people can follow or a fad. Some people actually have diabetes, uh, have dietary restrictions. Some people are allergic to dairy. Some people are allergic to certain foods. And the fact that Big Chill has decided to cater to everybody's needs is amazing. Okay? It's amazing. And for someone who has gone through an eating disorder, okay, Listen, not everything is triggering. Not everything should be triggering you. If everything is triggering you, you need to go to freaking therapy. (laughs) The fact that she decided to call out this whole business because of their sugar-free cookies and all of that stuff. Listen, not everything is going to be catered to you just because you're a freaking celebrity. You do realize that. You do realize that the world does not revolve around you. There are people out there that have different bodies than you. Like, my body is different than your body, of course. Okay? And it sucks that somebody that I used to like, like way back in the day, I don't really have much of an opinion of her until now. It, it sucks that I used to like and listen to her music 
and she ends up acting like some sort of special snowflake liberal child. But it's okay, right? Because I'm triggered. You should just close it down to cater to my feelings because my feelings are hurt because I saw sugar-free cookies and not sugar-filled ones that I wanted. And now I have, I've seen like um, YouTube videos of people covering this as well. She even says like, hey, if you want to do better, just label the sugar-free stuff like sugar-free for diabetes, sugar-free for this, sugar-free for this, flour-free for Cialis disease. Do you understand how insecure some people are about their illness? Do you realize how insecure people are when it comes to this stuff? Not everybody is going to showcase their illness like you have. Not everybody is going to have the bravery in order to talk about what they're going through. Not everybody is comfortable with talking about what they're dealing with, especially when it comes to health problems. I don't believe it's anybody else's problem but theirs, and I don't think it's anybody else's business but theirs. So if someone is struggling with diabetes and is looking for a sugar-free cookie, and it says sugar-free cookies for diabetics, do you realize how unfeeling that is? Do you realize how triggering that would be to them? Do you realize how embarrassing it would be for someone who isn't comfortable with even showcasing this or even talking about this, who is insecure about this, to see, to be like spotted under a sign that says diabetic cookies and they have to literally take it in order for their health. That is so insensitive, especially for someone who has gone through the trauma that they have claimed that they have. Okay, when I say claimed, it's just hard to believe, okay? I'm not saying that she hasn't gone through what she's gone through with the drug problems and the eating disorders. I'm saying, you know how hard it is for someone to believe what you have gone through and what you've talked about when you go ahead and attack some business that has decided to cater to everybody else's health needs, including yours? You say that Big Chill needs to do better. How about you do better and keep your mouth shut and just eat your damn cookie? I can't understand why people nowadays, especially just, just liberal special snowflakes in general, okay, get so triggered over the smallest things. It is stupid. The people, especially businesses, Listen, if you get triggered over the way that they decide to do business, they are not responsible for your feelings. You are responsible for your own emotions, controlling them and saying what you need to say. Okay? Like I'm doing now. I'm responsible for what I say. All right? I'm responsible for what I say, not for what you feel. I cannot control your feelings and I will not try to. So if you get offended by the fact that I'm I'm talking about Demi Lovato being a selfish woman. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to get triggered by that. 
Oh, because she's gone through this. I understand that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that she decided to drag a small business in the mud because she couldn't get her sugar-free snacks. Oh, no. Her sugar-filled snack. Excuse me. She couldn't get her snacks right away because everything else was sugar-free and vegan and all these dietary um, stuff. Like... Listen, shut up. Just find your cookie and leave. Demi Lovato apologized. I wonder why. But. There's the big but. Also elaborated on her stance in an Instagram video. So you're basically elaborating on why you're not sorry. Talking about her eating disorder. How Froyo is positioned and are as a low-calorie food. I'm standing up for everyone who struggles in LA. This is a hard thing to live with on a daily basis, she added. My intuition uh, said speak up about this, so I did. And I feel good about that. I, uh, <laughs> What I don't feel good about is some of the way it's been interpreted and how the message has gotten misconstrued. Lady, all of those fancy words is just, is just crap to me. Misconstrued. The things that I said were misinterpreted. Then how about you say what you freaking mean? You basically called them diet culture vultures. How can that be misinterpreted or misconstrued when you literally made a hashtag of this? Okay? It's stupid the way she tries to work around the issue saying, it's because of my eating disorder. There's a lot of people out there that have eating disorders, ma'am, that don't go and attack some sort of store that carries dietary um, choices for people who have diabetes and Cialix and they don't call that person out. They don't call that freaking company out just because they couldn't find their sugar-filled cookie right away. You're trying to keep your fan base. You're trying to get your fans to love you. Don't deny it. That's what it's all about. You don't want people mad at you. I get it, but you did something wrong Just say that you were wrong and move on. Stop trying to elaborate on your reasoning when you already know that you did wrong and just leave it be. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna listen to her apology, so here we go. I bet she cries. I'm just so pissed. I'm just so pissed at this. Like you couldn't have What's up, everybody? I am trying to set my phone up. Okay, so... We have... Maybe this will work. So, Alex... I'll hold it. The day's finally here. So... You've been at the... I... 
Sorry, I'm gonna replay that because there's another like video in the background that was playing, so hang on. What's up everybody? I am trying to set my phone up. Okay, so maybe this will work. Actually, I'll hold it. So I have kind of gotten in the middle of something with this yogurt shop called The Big Chill in Century City. Now, I am very outspoken about the things that I believe in. I understand that sometimes my messaging can lose, uh, lose its like meaning when I get emotional, right? I am human. Okay, I give her props for that because I even say that. Like, if I get passionate about something, I lose what I mean when I say something. So, okay. Okay, good job. I like what she's saying. I am somebody who is just very passionate about what I believe in, and I've lived through enough to know when to speak up for people who don't have a voice. When I messaged this Froyo place, um, like originally, I wanted to make a point and I wanted to call out behaviors or, or branding things that I didn't, that didn't sit right with me. Because the truth of the matter is, as someone that deals with an eating disorder, like is in recovery from an eating disorder, I still to this day have a hard time walking into a froyo shop ordering yogurt and being content with it and keeping it down i know that seems like not a huge deal to a lot of people but for me it is so by the time i got to the counter after seeing so much diet stuff and health food stuff like I, it wasn't clear to me that it was for specific health needs and okay. so i didn't know i didn't Okay, the thing is, is that yes, we know that she has an eating disorder, and yes, her recovery is a process. I'm not going to elaborate on that. I'm not going to talk about her eating disorder. What she struggles with is what she struggles with. That is how she lives. That's how, that's who she is, that's what she's going through, and I'm not going to be that person that's a critic about it. But... Immediately assuming that this company is catering to diet culture instead of dietary restrictions that certain people have is very immature. But we're going to keep going. Know that. Like, I just took it as, okay, I'm going into a Froyo shop. I'm seeing sugar-free. I'm seeing this and that. If, I, if there was a sign that said celiac, vegan... I would have understood. That would have been clear messaging to me. Yeah. Like I said before, that's not going to happen, Demi, because there are people out there that aren't as comfortable talking about what they're going through like you are, okay? I'm absolutely happy. I'm proud that she's able to talk about what she's gone through. That's a very hard thing to do. That is a very hard thing to admit that what you have gone through has 
made a big impact on your life. Um, I love the fact that she's able to talk about that. I love the fact that she's able to, you know, voice that and talk about and support people who are going through the same thing. But she also has to realize that not everybody is comfortable with talking about this stuff. Not everybody is able to talk about their eating disorder, or not everybody is, is able to talk about their Cialis disease or diabetes. And because of that, certain companies just literally decide they're sugar-free, vegan options, gluten-free options for those people who are insecure about what they're going through physically. Not everybody is going to proudly say, I have diabetes, or I have Cialis disease, or I like gluten-free, I'm a vegan sort of thing. Um, I don't like the fact either she's really out of touch with reality when it comes to her talking like this, or saying this, or she really is making an excuse for what she's done. And... I just, I can't, I can't get behind that. Because like I said, not everybody is going to be secure in themselves to talk about what they've gone through with diabetes and what they've gone through with Cialis disease, okay? That is a process. And having companies exploit those people that are going through that, that would be a whole protest. Like, don't exploit people that are going through dietary restrictions, that are going through a hard time trying to figure out what is good for their body because their body reacts to certain foods and certain ingredients. That, that is ableist. I don't like that. Because it wasn't clear, I'm definitely jumped to conclusions and probably shouldn't have, you know, gone about this the way that I have, but I'm willing to talk to this froyo shop to help get the messaging right no another see like i said when it comes to this when it comes to her saying like oh you know i'm willing to help them you know with their you know incorrect labeling of things okay there's two problems okay this store I don't know whether they have their own line of foods and food brands or anything like that. I don't know. But most stores like Walmart or certain other big stores or even small stores, they will get certain companies to buy, like they will buy certain um, brands for their store to be stocked. So the branding is not their fault when it comes to certain companies that they buy from in order to stock up their store. They cannot control the labeling of somebody else's brand, okay? If they sell it, they sell it. They make money off of it. That's just how that is, okay? And the fact that she thinks that she <laughs> can help with the messaging, like I said, not everybody's secure in their disability, not everybody's secure in in talking about this and in, in what they're going through in their bodily health and everything, and it's nobody's business but theirs, okay? Don't. It's just stupid to me.
Um, Big Chill, okay, is... Not every store is going to think that this is right. It's just not. Demi Lovato can't always change things because everybody, every company is going to have their way of selling things. And her opinion and everything like that isn't always going to weigh on that one company. Um, So her trying to help like label everything like diabetic cookies, vegan cookies, Cialis disease cookies. You know how, oh my god, it's just insensitive to me that she thinks that, for one, that she knows all and that she can help with the uh, problem, the quote problem with Big Chill selling all this stuff. It's, it's just staggering to me, like, you honestly think that you're that educated to literally give people who have been selling this stuff probably longer than you have been a celebrity, not everybody is going to cater to your advice. Not everybody's going to take your advice, Demi. Not everybody's going to take your advice, honey. Just because you are a celebrity does not mean that you poop gold and that everybody wants that poop. Do you understand? Not everybody's going to take your advice, Demi. And that's their choice. And if you get triggered by that too, go ahead and get triggered because you're starting to piss me off. Get the messaging right. Another thing that a lot of people don't know, I guess it's something that must be an LA thing. A lot of people who have struggled with anorexia, um, I myself, like, Froyo was something that I would go to because it was low in calorie and it just felt safe to me. I know that people struggle with Froyo, with eating disorders, so that's why I'm super sensitive when I walk into a Froyo place and I see diet stuff. Like, I'm gonna be protective. I'm protective of the little girl inside of me that didn't get that representation at a young age of someone saying, all of this diet stuff is not okay, you're worth more than that. I also am standing up for just anyone who struggles in LA. Like this is, a, this, you know what, the whole country, fuck it. Like the, it, this is a hard thing to live with on a daily basis. The thing about overcoming my addictions, my, my drug addictions was because I'm willing to talk to this Froyo shop to help get the messaging right. Another thing that a lot of people don't know, I guess it's something that must be an LA thing. A lot of people who have struggled with anorexia, um, I myself, like, Froyo was something that I would go to because it was low in calorie and it just felt safe to me. I know that people struggle with Froyo with eating disorders so that's why i'm super sensitive when i walk into a froyo place and i see diet stuff like i'm gonna be protective i'm protective of the little girl inside of me that didn't get that representation at a young age of someone saying all of this diet stuff is not okay you're worth more than that i also am standing up for just 
anyone who struggles in LA. Like this is a, this, you know, the whole country, fuck it. Like this is a hard thing to live with on a daily basis. The thing about overcoming my addictions, my, my drug addictions was I don't have to, I can walk away from that and never touch it again for the rest of my life. Like I don't ever have to do that, but I have to eat three times a day. This is something that will live, that will be with me for the rest of my life. I left that yogurt store and didn't get the yogurt that I wanted. And then I had a hard time the rest of the weekend. I'm glad that she's talking about what she's gone through. Like I said, I'm not going to talk about what she's gone through. Like I know exactly what she's gone through. But when it comes to not getting the yogurt that you wanted, why didn't you just go to a different Froyo shop? Instead of literally making a hashtag, diet culture vultures, you did that deliberately. Something that nobody wants me to say, like I'm, I don't know, but I'm human and I talk about my struggles and I'm passionate. And I'm passionate, so I'm sorry that I got the messaging wrong. I'm sorry that I may have disappointed some people, but I'm not coming after a small business as yeah, someone you are. with a lot of followers. That's not what I'm doing here. I'm coming, I'm, I walked into a situation that didn't sit right with me. My intuition said, speak up about this, so I did. And I feel good about that. What I don't feel good about is some of the way that it's been interpreted and how the message has gotten misconstrued over all of it i will do whatever i can to work with this froyo shop if they want to to help align the messaging to where i feel safe going in there and i can eat the froyo that i went in there for i will work with them on that that is something i'm dedicated to do because i want to make la and this whole country a safer and this whole fucking world a safer environment People with eating disorders disorders should be able to go in and feel safe wherever they go to eat. So in order for them to feel safe, we have to label diabetic cookies as diabetic cookies. In order for one demographic of people, okay, one type of people that are going through a certain illness, okay, we have to cater to these people in order... To just, we have to label those cookies diabetic cookies instead of sugar free cookies, Cialis disease cookies instead of gluten free cookies. Do you see the do you, do you see the hypocrisy in that? What do we do when um, there's just regular like sugar filled cookies? Should we say eating disorder cookies, anorexic cookies, bulimic cookies? I mean, would you feel triggered if we decided to label them bulimic and anorexic and eating disorder cookies? I'm pretty sure you would. So how about you flip that and say, hey, they people who have diabetes might actually be triggered by someone labeling their food diabetic cookies. Yeah. All I'm asking. So I'm so sorry if it got misconstrued um i just hang on i don't always get this right i speak my mind i'm opinionated and then sometimes i get labeled as problematic it's not because i'm looking out to 
everything that I'm doing is well-intentioned. You have to understand. It's just, look, you can get, someone once told me, you can be a celebrity and get it right every day of your life. But you get it wrong one day, and that's what people focus on. And that's what people are focusing on today, and that's okay. Because tomorrow, I'm still going to live my truth. I'm still going to get up and meditate and do what I need to do to say And that's cool. Do what you need to do. Live your best life. But don't be dragging somebody else's business because they don't cater to your needs. Or your, quote, needs on everything being labeled your way. That's all I gotta say. There's a little bit more of the apology, but my iPad is dying. And I don't want to talk about anything else on Rogue News, so here you go. This is what I gotta say. Um, This is the whole segment because I just don't want to talk anymore about this. Um, Anyway, um, yeah... Okay, guys, it's time for the Renegade shout-out. Big shout-out to my good friend Jacob, who has his own podcast called Wake Up With Jacob. It's on Anchor, and it's on Spotify Go ahead and look him up. He's a really good dude. He's really He really knows his stuff. So go ahead and check him out. And with that, guys, I am off. I'm out. Be a Jehu. Speak what you gotta say. And I'll see you next time in the trenches.